themed around prayer. Every message that was preached was on prayer. I had initially had this for tonight, but I told Josh to switch it up. I just feel like the Lord would want us to do it this morning. Folks, if you don't pray, then we are neglecting the greatest privilege ever known to a child of God. We need to communicate with the Lord. Let me just ask you this. How would your relationship be with your spouse if you never talked with them? How would your relationship be with your spouse if you only talked with them two days a week? Uh, we need to pray unto the God of heaven. Amen. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I heard a lot of messages on prayer this week. I heard a lot of messages about the power of prayer. And boy, I'm telling you what, we got in the glory patch the other night. Boy, I'm telling you, it got slap on up in there. Y'all know what that means, don't you, when it gets slap on? Uh, it was good. Uh, uh, we had one dear lady, a pastor's wife, was sitting on the second pew in the middle. And she stood up and she screamed. And I thought a cat done run down my back. And boy, she got all excited in the Lord. And all them big wigs from Nashville was looking at us like we'd done lost our mind. I looked back in the back and Tim Larrymore's wife, she was doing the same thing. I said, oh my, this is fixing to break slap loose. I was on the front. Tim Larrymore came running down through the front, turned around, went back, come back down through here, picked me up off the ground. I'm off the ground. I thought he was going to suplex me on the altar or something. <laughs> he had me up in there and I was praising the Lord. And all I know is I don't have to go to chiropractor now. He fixed that. Amen. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It got on in there, and uh, the Phillips family was singing, and the preacher was a preaching, and now I'm telling you, we we missing something when we don't worship God, and uh, we need to call upon the Lord today, amen. I promise you I won't be long. I know it's already late, but I don't want to allow time to constrain what God has for you today. Amen. Jeremiah chapter number 33 and verse number 3, I got them to switch it up, uh, so this was what I was going to bring tonight, but I just feel led to go here this morning. Let's stand, if you would, for the reverence of the reading of the Word of God, and if you don't have your scriptures with you, uh, Jeremiah 33 and 3 is listed on the screen. I'm going to preach out of this one scripture this morning just for a few moments and to make sure that we're all aware that we can go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords for, for any of our needs. Amen. We need to go with courage. We need to go with commitment. We need to go believing that the Lord Jesus Christ can answer our prayers. The prophet Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 33 and 3, this is God speaking. Listen unto what He says. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I was really shocked this week that I never heard this scripture preached on. But God led me here this morning. Let's pray. Father in heaven, God, in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your people. Thank you for the good songs of Zion. And Lord, I pray in the lovely name of Jesus that you would anoint every word that is said and everything that's done inside this place. And Lord, we'll surely love you and praise you and give you all the glory and honor for what you do. Undergird us with power from above to where we may preach the gospel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. And you may be seated. We ought to be the most prayingest 
people and the most thankful people in the world today. Amen. We know that we have went to the Lord in the past and we have prayed over the sick and the sick have been delivered. We've prayed over many of the needs and we know that God has delivered. And folks, if there's any time in your life that your faith ought to be running strong, it ought to be today. Uh, because we've seen these things uh, uh, come to fruition. We've seen these things uh, uh, come to pass. Uh, as the Lord Jesus Christ, we call upon Him uh, and He has delivered and answered uh, the prayers uh, that we have lifted up uh, unto Him. Uh, Brother Aaron called me the other week for a special prayer request and, and it, it God said no. And he, he sent me a message back. He said, you know what? That's a, a first time in a long time, preacher, that God's actually told us us know. And I said, you know what? That's a very good uh, assessment of the situation because Brother Joe, a lot of the things we've been asking for lately, the Lord has delivered. Uh, let me make it clear, it's not on my behalf. Uh, it's not on my works. Uh, it's not on anybody else's words of speaking unto God. But it's only through the God of heaven uh, that answers those prayers uh, by the way of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You've got lost loved ones please don't stop praying you've got a want for revival please don't stop praying you've got a want that your family be put back together again please don't stop praying you've got particular needs in your life it could be financial it could be physical it could even be mental today but may I say don't quit praying don't sell the grace of God short in your life my friend because God is a prayer and God. The thing is, is we need to get hooked in to the power of God and ask the Lord to give us the faith that we need that will move the mountains that is placed before us. The Bible says if we would just have the faith as a grain of mustard seed. How many have ever seen a mustard seed before? How many have not seen a mustard seed? Might be better. I'm fixing to show you one. There is a handful of mustard seed. See how small that is? I'm going to walk even back here because my brother said he had never seen a mustard seed. Look at there. That is small. It's no bigger than the end of a lead pencil. That is, the, that is a mustard seed. I'm talking about some mustard seed faith. All that we have to have, the Bible says, uh, is the faith uh, of a grain of mustard seed. Now, I don't know about y'all, but that's real small. But I'm looking for some people that not only have that kind of faith, but have a larger faith of believing and knowing that God can do exactly what He says that He could do. Amen. I'm not trying to rewrite the Word of God. That's dangerous territory. I'd never want to try to rewrite the Word of God. But may I say unto you, we need the power and the presence of God to where we can get in touch with heaven. And there's 
a lot of reasons why we can't get in touch with heaven. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why God turns a deaf ear to us. Uh, it might be the marital relationship that you're in. Uh, it might be unconfessed sin in your life. Uh, it could be a bad attitude toward another individual. It could be unforgiveness in your life. Uh, I would hate to know that I was living through life today knowing that I could not get in touch with God because something is bothering me on the inside and I've got harbored feelings of unforgiveness within me. I'd want to get it straight before I left this place. Why? Because I've got children that need prayed for. I've got a church family I need to pray for. I've got church members that we need to pray for. We've got people that are our friends that we need to pray for. And it's as simple as this in the book of Jeremiah. He says, Call unto me, and I'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Number one, real quickly, I see the plea. You can't do anything unless you make an effort to call upon God. The prophet here, Jeremiah, has given us the Word of God. And he said, call upon me. This is the Lord. Call, call unto me. There is a plea. God wants to have fellowship with you. He's wanting to have fellowship with me. But if we're only fellowshipping Him with Him on Sunday morning and Wednesday night and Sunday night and around the dinner table, that's not enough. We need to fellowship with the King of Kings. We need to fellowship with the Lord of Lords each and every day in which we live because one day we're going to need Him. Oh, but preacher, I don't, I don't pray that much. I don't think it's necessary. You ain't been in a bad enough spot yet. Oh, when you get to a certain spot in your life, my friend, you'll know that there's only one way and there's only one help that you can gain and that's through the Lord Jesus Christ today. He is asking us to call upon Him. We know that this world that we live in is in a mess. Many churches across America and across this world are in a mess. And my friend, may I say unto you today, we serve a living God. We serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and He is alive and well, and He answers prayers. The plea. I see number two, the person. He says, Call upon me, and I. Me and I. Who is me and I? It's God. We don't need to call upon a Shinto shrine or a or some type of Hindu cow. We don't have to call upon Muhammad. We don't have to call upon a false, fake God that is being delivered to a lot of people today. But we can call upon the one and true living God, the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend. We ought to not to be ashamed of the gospel. We ought to not be ashamed to call upon Him as our King and as our Lord because He has the answer for every situation that may be in your life today. All we have to do is have that confidence and courage to come to Him and ask Him. 
If I've got a need, I may be able to ask my wife and she may be able to fulfill that need. I may have a need. I may be able to ask a board member and they'd be able to help with that need. But my friends, what I'm trying to say is there are some needs in our life that only the God of heaven will be able to help you with. The person. Call upon Him. Young people, mom and daddy ain't going to always be there. Hello? Mom and daddy's not always going to be there. A lot of times uh, when time comes and you get pushed out of the nest, mom and daddy might not even be a phone call away. They may be further. What if they've done gone on to be with the Lord? Who are you going to talk to? I've heard many of people that would be in bereavement and they would be at a point in their life to where they're just in a terrible situation. And they begin to say, oh, but if mama was just here or if daddy was here, I'd talk with him and he could give me some advice. If you're in that situation this morning, may I say this, call upon the God of heaven which knows everything and should be everything unto you today because he is the one that we should be calling upon that can help us. I'm not depending on Donald Trump to send me my help. I'm not depending on Governor McMaster to send me the help. I'm not looking for the almighty dollar to give me help. I'm looking for the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to help me in my direst need. I see the plea. I see the person. But I see the power. He says, call unto me and I will answer thee that is power my friends when you can call upon a living God and ask him to save your soul my friend that is power when you call upon the God of heaven to give you a healing touch from above that is power when you call upon the living God of heaven and ask him to save that loved one that's going down the wrong road and deliver them I promise you that is the power of God that will convert them over you may have somebody in your family today that's going down the wrong road and going down the wrong track. It's so easy today to get sidetracked in this world in which we live. It's so easy to get pulled away from the things of this world. And then all of a sudden you start missing church. You start missing it here and you start missing it there. And when you're missing it here and there, a lot of times that's when the enemy begins to move in. And he begins to speak to you. And he begins to begin a, a uh, uh, running rampant inside of your mind and when he gets control in your mind it turns you away from the things of a living God folks I've said it many times and I do believe it an idle mind is a playground for the enemy may I say today if you don't have anything to do you come see me we'll put you to work doing something to try to keep you busy to try our best to keep you your mind on the things of God. We got plenty of things to do. But there's power in this verse here. The plea, the person, the power. But what is the product of it? He says, I will answer thee. <laughs> Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that God's alive and well that He can answer our prayers? And when He answers those prayers, my friends, that is the product of the whole deal. 
That's the product of going to God in prayer and calling upon Him in person. And the power of God coming by and answering that prayer. And that is the product. Uh, Brother Steve, you're a product of prayer. Sister Lily, praise God, you're a product of prayer. Uh, Some of you that are in this sanctuary is a product of prayer. Uh, Some of you that are saved in here today, you're a product of somebody else's prayer. I remember some 26 years ago, I was lost as a ball in high weeds. I was on my way to hell without Jesus. But I had some cousins and I had a mama that would invite me to go to the church house. Didn't really want to go, but I went anyhow. I'd go to even to some of the fellowship functions and then I'd start going to Sunday school and then all in about a few weeks I got under deep conviction and I was lost and on my way to hell without Jesus. And my cousins would continue to encourage me. They said, you need to come to church more. You need to come and pray and get your heart right with God. And I'd look at them like it's stupid and I'd just say, ah, whatever, you know, young and, 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 and thought I had the word you know the world by the tail if you will uh, not knowing uh, and realizing how dangerous it was for me to live halfway in the church and halfway in the world uh, lost and on my way to hell without Jesus I gloriously got saved over 26 years ago I look back now to look for my cousins that invited me into the house of God that prayed for me in the house of God that told me I needed to get right with God and none of them are in church today and they're moved on out into the things of this world. May I say God used them to get me here but God helped them to get back where they need to be. I couldn't believe it. I was like, these people invited me to church. These people told me I had to be saved. These people were living for God. These people were praying for me. Now it's time for me to pray for them because they're out of the will of the Lord and they couldn't get a prayer through if they wanted to. That's a dangerous. It's dangerous. It's almost like people are, are playing uh, with God. God don't play those games, my friend. I'm here to tell you. And one last thing I'm going to show you. And I promise I'll let you go. We see the plea. We see the person. We see the product, the power. But we see the promise. <laughs> There it is, Josh, the promise. (laughs) What is the promise? He said, let's listen to it. Call unto me. That's the plea. Me and I, that is the person, will answer. He will. That's the power. The product is giving the answer. But here's the promise. He said, I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. In other words, he says, if you'll just have enough of faith to ask me and believe in it, I'm going to show you some things that's going to rock your world and will show, and will, I will deliver things in areas in which you'll never believe that'll ever happen. In other words, His faith, the faith of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that prays for us according to the Scripture, that prays for us, my friend, is going to show us great and mighty things through His faith more than what we would ever believe. (laughs) Oh boy. I'm, I'm, what does that mean, preacher? That means you get down, you get to praying, you get to praying for $40,000 for a project, and bless God, 80 comes in. 
That's what I'm talking about. You start praying that a, that, that a family member gets saved and not only one piece of the family gets saved, but the whole family comes and gets saved. That's the kind of prayer we're talking about. Those things which thou knowest not. The prayers that you thought that not wasn't even going to come to pass eventually come to pass. And you're like, boy, you know what? I prayed for them just a few weeks ago and I didn't think they was going to get saved. I had faith when I prayed. I knew they were going to come eventually, but I just about forgot about it and just about gave up on it. But all of a sudden, there they come walking down an altar of prayer. They get saved. Mom and dad is behind them. And then there's the brother and the sister behind them and the whole household gets saved. I'm talking about that is the power of God that we need to tap into. He says show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. God's done that. God's done that. He's kept that promise. He's kept that promise. He's kept the promises for you. For me. But He only asks us to do this one thing. Call. I like to say that this is God's telephone number. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Don't ever forget it. Memorize it. Call unto me. And I will answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things. Which thou knowest not. But until... We come to a place of believing. Until we come to a place of faith of knowing that God can do exactly what He says here in the Word. We won't see those things. I believe it does take faith. Faith as of a grain of mustard seed. Great faith, if you will, is what it is counted to. But if we look at that grain of mustard seed and it being so small... Basically, the Lord's telling us your faith is really small, but if you just had a little bit of faith, it'd take you a long way today. Believing and knowing that God can deliver. Folks, I've been praying about this revival. I hope that you've been praying. I've been getting around with getting along with God. I'll be honest with you, I hadn't felt myself the last couple of weeks. Some people around me have noticed that I hadn't been myself the last couple weeks. Let me tell you why. I, I don't know. I just think God's birthing something in here. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's in me or in the church or what. But God's fixing to do something. Amen. He's fixing to do something great. Yeah. And I must be honest with you. My flesh gets nervous. Because I want to be obedient unto God. But I don't know what he's going to do. Everybody wants to know what's behind door number one. Or behind door number two. Or number three. But when you don't know what's waiting behind that door. You begin to pray to God of heaven and you begin to trust him even more. And all of a sudden you've got a trust and a faith that you've never had before. And you begin to think and you begin to wonder, where has where this faith been? Why haven't I been praying already for this need and that need? Why haven't I already been doing this? And that's when God begins to speak. And He begins to lead.
But until we call upon Him, my friends, nothing will ever change in your life or in the life of another individual. I gave you some things here today during the announcements that the church is involved in. We're involved in a ton of areas. Support many of ministries because of your faithful giving. Got a lot of things going on. Making an impact in things around the world. Hallelujah. Those words come flooding back to me as that preacher looked upon 700 people last Wednesday night in a free will Baptist church in Florence, South Carolina. He said, you're running 700 people. So what? What are you doing for the kingdom? May I ask you the question today? What are you doing for the kingdom? Let's don't lay it all on the preacher. Let's don't lay it all on the board members. Or the Sunday school teachers. We all got work to do. People are still dying and going to a devil's hell. All across this world. Can you believe there was a new statistics put out that 70 some percent of church members don't even pray on a regular basis? 70% don't even pray on a regular basis. May I say this this morning? If you don't have anything to pray about, pray for me. I'll take all I can get. But we got to come with a clean heart asking Him to fulfill the need that we have in our lives. You stand if you would. As they come around and get us a song of invitation. As these are already praying. You don't have to wait for the music to start to come pray. We can all use some prayer time today. One little verse. Of scripture. Tells us what we need. He says call upon me. I'm here for you. I'm going to answer you. I'm going to show you with great power everything that's going to need, that, 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 that you'll ever need. And go up far and above. Father in heaven, God, in Jesus' name, I love you. Lord, I thank you for Jesus and him dying on the cross. Lord, I know we're living in the last days. And Lord, I know without a shadow of a doubt, dear God, Lord, that you're coming soon. And Lord, I don't want to be a pastor of a church that someone would look about and say okay well you're running this number of people well what are you doing no Lord we want to be about the king's business we want to be about the king's business doing things for the Lord reaching out to those in need trying the best to lead them to Calvary God help me to be what I need to be and Lord I'll surely thank you for what you do for me in Jesus name we pray Amen. Amen. You come if you got a need.
Pray for Brother Walker. He's got a problem with his bladder. God knows all about it. We're going to pray that God touch him and heal him. Amen. Our Father in heaven, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, as we come to you on behalf of our dear brother today, dear Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll reach down from the windows of heaven and touch that bladder, dear God. Lord, I know that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord, we've anointed thy head with all, and we're praying over the sin. God, we know that you can touch that bladder, but not only that, Father, we know without a shadow of a doubt, dear God, that you can touch every infirmity in his body. Lord, the things that he's dealing with, things that he's going through, Lord, I know you can touch. And Lord, we ask you today in the name above all other names to give him the touch from above. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We love you, pal. Call out unto him. Being a child of God, my mind is at ease. If I was to leave here where I stand today, I'd be with Jesus. 